new to the Jeremiah Show. It's the Angel Baby Show. This is the story of two sisters talking about the things they love most. Pop culture, social media, entertainment, music, and fashion. And now, the Angel Baby Show, featuring Elise and Ava Lynn. everybody welcome back to the angel baby show i'm elise and i'm ava lynn we have very exciting news today i think it was our last episode we were talking about elise auditioning for rocky horror a total halloween-esque vibe and she got the role she got the main role elise do you want to talk a little bit about the role that you got uh yes thank you i'm so excited i I think, as I've mentioned before in acting, there's so much rejection and I was really wanting this part and I kind of got very into it and was like talking about it all the time and like, I'm very like superstitious. So I was doing weird, like there was this TikTok thing and it said, repost this for good luck. And I reposted it and I never post on TikTok. So I really embarrassed myself, but it worked out. And so, um, yeah, so I really wanted to play Janet Weiss. Um, she's the fiance to this guy, Brad, I'll kind of get into the show more later on, but I really wanted her role specifically. I love like one of the songs she sings in it. And, um, I had no idea what was going to happen. And I found out on like a Tuesday night at like 11 PM. And I was so excited, um, because I haven't been in a play in a really long time. And that's what I did in middle school and high school and being part of a cast and just being a part of a show makes me so happy. So yeah, but, um, for this segment, we're just going to kind of get into kind of, you know, kicking off the beginning of October and spooky season. We're going to talk a little bit about Rocky horror, um, because I didn't know anything about it when I auditioned and I knew, I knew of it. I had an idea of it. I've seen Glee where they kind of feature it in the episode, but I did a little bit of research and, um, it's very interesting because it's really unlike any other musical or production that I've seen before. Um, Ava, what what do you know about, because I feel like we had the same level of knowledge about it. Like, what are your thoughts on it? What do you picture? What do you know about it? I definitely picture like an interactive crowd. I've heard that before that when you watch the show, the actual crowd like yells things or like throws things at the, um, at the performers. Um, that's kind of something that I've heard. I've definitely heard it's like a cult classic. Um, people in the crowd get dressed up. Um, and that's something I'm excited for, um, just as an audience member, because I've gone to a lot of plays, a lot of musicals, um, especially Elise's plays. And I love them, but I'm kind of excited to get dressed up, like just with the performers. So that's what I've heard about it. And then also, I've also seen the Glee episode where they're kind of like, Brad, Janet, Brad, I don't know. It, it's very strange. It's very um, unconventional. Yeah. But I'd love to hear more about it because I think I'm still a little bit confused on what actually is going on. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of just an interesting thing. And for anyone that's curious about it, is in a show, wants to see it, um, this is just a little bit of a backdrop. So it's a comedy slash horror musical. And I think it generated a lot of popularity with the 1975 movie. So the movie is called the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but the musical, the original musical is just called the Rocky Horror Show. And so I didn't know this, but so the musical 
came out in 1973. The movie came out in 1975. But the musical itself is a tribute and it's kind of a parody and a tribute to the old science fiction and like horror B movies from the 1930s on to like the 1960s. So kind of like those old like Frankenstein movies and those really old black and white ones. And so um, it's kind of like mocking it but also like a love letter to it um which i love that because i don't know ava do you ever remember in like greece that old black and white movie called like the blob or something like those really oh, old yeah. like, horror yeah. movies from like the 50s so i think that's kind of it's a little bit of a spoof because everything is so over the top and kind of funny um but so the story is about and this is where my part comes in a young engaged couple so i'm the i'm janet and i'm engaged to brad and the car breaks down near this castle and it's raining and they're just very like straight laced kind of like dorky people and they decide to go inside this castle and get a telephone to seek for help and obviously when they get to the castle they find a huge group of very peculiar people and they're celebrating some sort of annual convention and this is where dr frankenfurter comes in and he's a mad scientist and he's and okay get ready for this he's an alien transvestite from the planet transsexual in the galaxy of transylvania so oh my god <laughs> got all that but so the, he's like the main guy and he's just putting himself out there well i mean he's a transsexual so he he's just this very and he's i guess the actor really killed it it was like his first screen debut and he was just so authentic and crazy that like got famous from this role um but he has created a living muscle man named rocky in his laboratory and by the way the man that they use to play rocky is just like a beautiful specimen of like of like supreme beauty right and so the film just kind of I, that's where it takes off and it gets kind of crazy there's really great songs in it like time warp um science fiction double feature um damn it janet and then i sing touch it touch it touch me <laughs> and um it's it's super but so what's so interesting about rocky horror and this is where i need to like wrap things up sorry but um the initial reception was really negative it's a super weird play like it's kind of hard to get into initially um but then the film kind of went on to be a cult classic and what's what happened was it would become a midnight movie where theaters especially in like the new york scene um audiences would participate at the movie theater and they would go up and kind of talk to the screen and lip sync the roles and people would come dressed up as the characters and there's all sorts of like tinier um traditions like certain lines you're supposed to throw toast at the audience or you're supposed to chant things and every actor or every character in the movie has like a nickname given by the audience where they'll like chant it and so it's this whole thing and they call it kind of a shadow cast so now when high schools are not in a probably not high schools because it's a little bit raunchy um like when colleges or other production companies put on the play they kind of take a they kind of embody the shadow cast where kind of taking back to the 70s they put the movie screen they play the movie in the background on a big screen and the actors perform and kind of lip sync in front of the screen and so I was not used to this at all. I was like preparing to sing and do all this stuff. And it, it is kind of like almost a mime. I, I, I'm very, I, and I obviously will learn more as I get into it. But what's really cool about Rocky Horror is like in 2023, 48, I think years after the premiere, it's the longest running theatrical release in film history. Um, and it's still running today. And in 2005, it was selected for preservation of the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress for being like culturally, historically and aesthetically significant. So it's just kind of a classic in its own way. And there's really nothing like it. Um, and it is really fun to get into, especially in Halloween. And I think the more I like watch it and love it, like it's a little off putting at first. And then you just kind of become obsessed with it. And I don't really know how to explain that. And I think that's kind of the point of a cult classic. But um, but yeah, that's the spiel. I don't know if you have any like comments. 
Yeah, no, I'm so excited. Like I said, I'm so excited to be an audience member. I just feel like I'm going to have, especially watching my sister, like, and that specific role, I'm so excited to see you in Touch It, Touch It, Touch Me. I That was my favorite song. Like, I don't really know that much about the, the like, musical part of it, but I love that song. So cute. Um, but yeah, no, I just am honestly curious. And I think we'll, as the weeks go on, you'll tell us how you're preparing for it. But I know there's a lot of like nudity and it's very like sexual yeah. too. So, so we'll definitely get into that. I think as the weeks go past, like you as a performer, how you like almost dissociate in a way where you're like, I don't feel comfortable as a person doing this, but I feel comfortable as a performer doing it. Um, so I think that'll be something interesting that we'll be keeping track of in the next couple of weeks. But I'm so excited. Congratulations, Elise, on Rocky Horror. Um, I'm really excited to watch it. Um, I think before we head off, we're kind of giving life updates a little bit. Um, I in school, I'm in school right now, and then I work for the alumni office, and I work for the supply shop. So it's kind of like Pretty much all of the like official CMC merch, and um, I'm actually the new like brand ambassador for CMC, and so I'm kind of uh, like joking about the influencer life. Like I kind of have this weird relationship with like posting things for brands because I don't feel like I'm an influencer, but brands like want me to post. So um, I'll kind of keep you updated with that. They just gave me a new like cropped like sweater. Um, so I'll be posting in that. Well, I was, this was, you were cracking me up because you needed the the supply shop. You're the female ambassador, but they were looking for male ambassadors. And I get a text from Ava because I'm a senior and she's a sophomore. And it's like, do you, do you know any males at the campus that are seniors that are low key, like Instagram baddies, Insta baddies? (laughs) And I was like, um and so i just like forwarded the text to my group chat because i didn't know anyone and everyone was like what do you need this for like an insta baddie but it is you know i think the the world of influencing like it can't especially when like people know you and you have friends that follow you and then you're like kind of doing it almost as like a form of work it can be kind of awkward because people always in front of you but i think deep down people like low-key they all like i think stalk your page and like want to see you and like love to brag that you're verified on instagram so it's kind of a a double you know well yeah no i mean it's it's definitely weird at this school too because i think the school's a little bit more it's way less of like um instagram and social media and way more just like academics and not that Instagram can't be like, you can't be academic if you're on Instagram, but um, there's not a lot of people here that like do Instagram the way that like I do. I almost use it as like a, a resume. And actually, Elisa and I later in the episode after our interview, we're going to be talking about our Muse profiles, um, something that the school has given us. Um, it's a really great like portfolio. Um, so stay tuned for that, because I think if you're um, a student and um, doing something in career or have something that you want to put on like a an actual visual like platform muse is a really great way of doing that so stay yes. tuned for that little plug for the rest of our episode um but yeah no i think it's it's kind of hard to just put yourself out there in like a professional way on instagram because instagram now especially has taken such like a casual route where you're yeah. just posting photo dumps and you're posting like a selfie with your dog and um, it's kind of like gone in the opposite way in a weird way. Um, what do you, um, so it's just- how do you, t- cause I, what I love about your Instagram, Ava, is you do blend between like, you'll have some gorgeous model shoot in a formal gown and then you'll post like a, a, a selfie on like the computer screen time with like your dog, super casual, kind of blurry, black and white. Like you definitely do do a good job mixing. Also, like I notice a lot of influencers, they post all photos of themselves. It's just me, 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 brand, clothes, I'm hot, etc. But you post like family photos, you post baby photos, you post scenic pictures of like the ocean. It really does feel like a mix between work and life for you. Um, do you ever have moments where you just want to make it like fully influencer? Or do you like including both? If any if anything, it's like the opposite. I just want to take down 
all of like the modeling and everything like that and just make it like a private Instagram. Um, because I think I definitely battle like between keeping my life really private and then keeping my life really public. Um, especially after the voice, I just feel like a lot of people like want to know, Oh, like what songs, what are you doing? What do you do now? Um, and actually speaking of the voice, our, um, interview today is a voice contestant on this new season. Um, so I'm sure she's going to be an amazing person to talk to about this as well. Like social media, what she's doing to promote herself while also like keeping her integrity just as a person. Um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely think there's like a lot to be said about having a public yet private life at the same time, just as like a teenager, um, especially people that have a lot of followers, like um, our old friends from North Carolina, they're like TikTok stars. Um, and sometimes I'll just text them and be like, hey, like, how are you doing? Because, you know, there's a hundred thousand comments and half of them are positive, half of them are negative. So I usually try and check in with them um, every so often. But anyway, I'm rambling. We talked a lot this introduction about Elise's role on Rocky Horror, me being a brand ambassador influencer for our small little LA school. Um, and also just oh, getting excited for talking. <laughs> yeah. And then also just talking to our um, interview today, uh, interview work. Interviewee. 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 Interviewee today. Um, I think it's you pronounce it Sarah, so Mara. So we'll be talking to her in just a few. So um stay here and the Angel Baby Show with Abel. What season is this is the voice? Season season twenty-four. Season twenty-four, yeah. Mara Justine from New Jersey. So I'm very excited to talk to her. Me too. Me, me. Me too. Okay, well, we'll see you guys after the break. This is the Angel Baby Show. I'm Ava Lynn. I'm Elise. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, we'll this a little bit. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, Janet. Yes, Brad. I've got something to say. Uh-huh. I really love the skillful way you beat the other girls to the bride's bouquet. river was deep, but I swam it. Janet. The future is ours, so let's plan it. Janet. So please, don't tell me to can it. Janet. I've one thing to say, and that's damn it. Janet, I love you. When are you gonna come down? When are you going to land? Sitting and stayed on the phone. show i'm ava lynn with elise and we have our special guest here mara justine on season 24 of nbc the voice she's on team john legend and she had an insane audition if you missed it you have to go watch it on youtube or anywhere else because it was one of the craziest auditions i've ever seen mara i would love to hear what was going through your head when Niall came and gave you a side hug and, and um, 
legend yeah he came and and song with you and you sang a beautiful harmony like i would just love to hear what you were thinking oh thank you well thank you for having me and um i mean i when i went out there i was hoping that i would have at least one chair turn around for me so when they started fighting for me it was like it just blew my mind it was so cool and I kind of was still in shock. <laughs> so when, when Nyla came up and put his arm around me, I was like, what is going on? And then when I sang with John, it was just, I mean, it was such an honor. It was so cool. And, and to watch it back, it was, I mean, it's one of the coolest moments of my life, really. So I'm glad that everyone yeah. could watch it too. Yeah. I mean, to have four to choose from, um, just for reference, I, I was actually on season 22 of The Voice and I was on um, Camila Cabello. So we're in The Voice family. Um, but I did, I did not have four to choose from. I'd love to hear what, what prompted you to choose John Legend. Um, well, I mean, they all said such lovely things about me. I think why I went with John was because after I sang with him, I felt like my heart was just saying, go in that direction. Um, and I think just the chemistry of us singing together, I thought it was so special. It felt like I was singing for like, with like a friend I've known for years. So, yeah. Yeah. Your guys' voices blended so beautifully. Um, and I really think that your low notes and your tone is uh, like, John is just going to be like a perfect coach for you. Um, what's something that, What's something that you think prepared you um, for something like The Voice? Because I know that you've been singing for a while um, on screen as well as, you know, just singing in your local community. Um, what do you think has most prepared you for The Voice? Um, I think that those shows really did prepare me for, like, the show. Um, growing up, being young and just always singing and performing, I think that those shows and those experiences really, like, shaped me and who I am now. And I think I've just grown so much and like learned so much. Elise and I, the Angel Baby Show, Elise and I are sisters. Um, we, oh. you know, put a lot of emphasis on family. And I've read that you have grown up in a really close knit Italian family. And um, I just love to hear more about, you know, how your family inspires you and how, you know, they've helped you get where you are seeing your mom, like, you know, crying. And it was just, it was amazing. Thank you. I, um, that's so cute that, that you and your sister are doing this show. It, it reminds me of me and my older sister. Um, Cause we actually grew up singing together and doing singing oh, lessons yeah. together. Yeah. That's so, so cute. Um, but no, I mean, going through this and having such, a supportive and loving family. I mean, I'm just so thankful and blessed. And, you know, I know that not many people have that, but I cherish, you know, just the love that I have gotten from growing up from my family. And I mean, I think my mom is my best buddy. So to see her like watch me now, kind of, it makes me, it gives me a little fire in me, if that makes sense. Like, it makes me want to totally. go out there and do an even better job. And I just, knowing that I am I am loved in that way just gives me strength. Totally. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm, I'm really excited to see how your journey, you know, progresses throughout the show. I really think that you're going to have an amazing run. Um, outside of the show, I'd love to hear just who you are as an artist and um, whether, whether you're a singer-songwriter or you just the type of music that you really want to continue to, you know, sing. I'd, I'd love to hear just more who you are as an artist. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, I, I love writing songs and I'm a songwriter and I feel like many people don't know that yet, which is okay. Cause I'm still kind of starting out. Um, but yes, I love to songwrite. And I think the kind of music that I want to put out is something that makes people feel something special um something different something honest and i just love an honest message and i love one that uh you know means something to me and i feel like when i'm feeling that that others will feel that as well and so yeah i just i just want to connect with people that's that's all i've ever wanted to do is like be a light inspire others and make people feel something totally and i think that's exactly what 
your audition did you know it really made people feel something when the coaches turned around and saw you performing and saw like the emotion that you were feeling i i literally felt like i mean i'm sure you had nerves but you were just feeling the song and feeling the lyrics so much that it made me as an audience member just not even worry about anything it just really made me connect with you as a performer is there anything that so far i know you have a a, a lot more to come with uh, the voice you know airing but what have you taken just from a performance level out of being on the voice, you know, with the cameras everywhere and the crowd and the big stage, is there anything that you've taken specifically as a performer? Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, I think going out there and being in front of the cameras, you know, not many people know that kind of like feeling. Kind of, it's like you kind of have to get through the nerves a little bit, but you're excited and you're just kind of into you and, um, you're just trying to be in the moment and deliver a good performance. But I think I think being out there and going out there, I think it, it, it makes me stronger every time that I do. And it kind of, it also, even through the adrenaline of it all, I think I remember that my love for music is the strongest thing about me, you know? And I feel like that when I go out on stage, I hope that other, others feel that as well. And, um, but overall, I think it's definitely made me like, I've just grown so much from that experience, like being in front of a lot of people at one time. <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to ask just cause when, so I was Ava's sister and when Ava was like auditioning to be on the voice, there were so many cycles of like, oh, I can't tell anyone. I don't know if I'll get there that far. Like, oh, I'm not sure. How was that process for you? Like finding out like if you were actually going to like get to the first episode of being on TV and like, how was it hard not to tell people? Did you want to tell people? Of course. Oh my God. Of course I wanted to. I, thankfully, like I, I have friends, but my friends are like my close family. So <laughs> it's not like, you know, but I, I have a lot of like supporters that I get from like local gigs that I do like down by the shore. So that was kind of, everyone was like, why aren't you doing gigs? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, I think that definitely that process of not knowing whether I would get an audition, you know, cause it's not, that's like not a guaranteed point. Um, so I think during that whole thing, I was just trying to do my best and see if, you know, I would get there. And I did. I got that opportunity. And, of course, seeing, like, the coaches turn for me was, like, the coolest thing. And it just made it all worth. It was it was just really cool. A really cool experience to have. That's amazing. I love to hear. And I think that. So you're from uh, New Jersey, right? And so you kind of. the When you were talking about how, like, you're at a stage where, like, your closest friends are, like you have a very tight knit group and you have a family, which I think is so important as a performer and just someone in the spotlight that you have like a close knit group of people. But was there ever like a transition between being like a normal high school student with just friends to kind of taking on this role of like a performer and, and being, a, it's, it can be a little isolating sometimes, you know, you don't get to, cause you just are so busy and you're performing all the time. Like, was there ever like a decision you had to make when you were pursuing this or do you just always want to go after it and you didn't care? I, I've always wanted to go after it since I was really little and I started out. I think I felt that sort of like that isolation a little bit growing, growing up. And I knew that my closest friends would always be my family, which I was okay with. I mean, yeah. I'm just, I'm thankful I get to have that, but I did realize from a young age, you know, cause now that I'm, I'm here, like even during the voice, I've met so many, like, I would say like lifelong friends. Yeah. And, but these are people that, you know, we're working and we're, we're fighting for the same thing. We have the same love for music and, you know, it's just shown me that good things come to those that wait. So yeah. just that growing period for me, I think I, I grew so much, but it prepared me for now. So I'm yeah. thankful that I, I have all that. No, that's, yeah. that's so well, I think that's so important because at the end of the day, I think you attract the right people when you, when you're true to yourself and your goals and your, I think that's such a good, good mentality. Yeah. I also think that's good. And I totally see what you were saying about having a group of people with the same love for music surrounding you. 
um, at The Voice. What's something that um, I don't think all of the blinds have been aired yet, but um, what's something that you're excited about for specifically Team Legend with all of the all of the people that will be on Team Legend? Mara, I just love to hear. I know for me, Team Camila was a really tight knit group of people. Um, and it was really like a support system. The voice family is a support system. The producers, everyone that is involved in it is just really, really kind to people. Um, and I'm sure you've experienced a similar thing. You know, I know you were saying that people, it's nice to have people that love music in the way that you do. Um, I'd love to hear you speak on that. Yeah. I mean, I think this show so far has been such a blessing for me. And I think it came at the most perfect time in my life. Um, I just turned 21 a couple months ago. So, and I was doing a lot of gigs, like hometown gigs. And I just, I love to sing. I, I've always loved to sing. So when this opportunity came and like just going there and auditioning, not knowing what was going to happen and then making team legend and just everything that happened so far, like being on his team, like you said, like it really is a close knit, like family type of feeling. And um, I mean, we're kind of like, we're just all buddies. It really just genuinely feels like that. And um, it's like, we're all rooting for each other, even though it's a competition, you know? Um, but I mean, I've been so thankful because not only that, uh, have I been blessed with, but just the behind the scenes, like you said, like, the vocal coaches, the band, um, from my coach to just, I mean, every, the producers, everyone, everyone just cares about you. And I feel like I'm, I'm really just taken care of. And that's why I'm just so thankful to be a part of a show like this. And it's just really, really cool. I know. And to be so young, I mean, like 21 is so young and I, I feel like you just come across as so confident and mature and sure of yourself um i'm sure there are moments that you didn't feel like that but i almost feel like you're just like an old soul like you sang a beatles song and like i'm reading this and you sung like whitney houston and um is that just kind of like the music you've grown up with or just the music that you gravitate towards? Cause you feel like your voice fits it. Um, what kind of has prompted your musical like choices? Um, well, I think one big factor for that is because growing up, my mom would always play that kind of music. And I think that just influenced me from a young age. And especially when she got me into like singing lessons, like at eight years old, um, my vocal coach, he would play a lot of that music. And I just, I kind of fell in love with it, you know, and I, I fell in love with the, I think music back then was so um, genuine, not that today's music isn't, but I think that there's a different type of nostalgic point of view that can get lost sometimes in today's music. And I think I think one thing about like me being on the show, I would love to bring back like that, that kind of like not old soul, but like that, that soul into everything that I do, no matter if it's a pop song or a song from like 20 years ago or, you know, like a classic. And I just always want to bring that a little Mara into everything that I do. Yeah. That, and I, oh no, oh, you go for it. I was just going to totally agree with that. I think you make songs, you keep the integrity of the song and, and how amazing a song is, but you also totally add a new layer to it. And that's hard to do as a singer. You know, it's hard to make things your own while keeping the integrity of it. And I just want to say yes. you did, you did an amazing job at that. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, you know, I'm always trying to keep the integrity of the song but still kind of like make it my own in a way. And um, that you, you definitely have to practice at that sometimes because it's hard to do, but you find like your little moments where you're like, oh, maybe I could go here and do this and that. And that would be cool, but yeah. maybe not too much in this place. Like <laughs> Exactly. No, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. And I really, I think that the best 
any singer, the best musicians are always the ones that have kind of their own unique thing. I'm not a musician, so this is just like an outside. Anyone who has like their own specific quirk about them or just a sound in their voice where you know it's them. But I am curious because you are so passionate about music and songwriting. Um, who are some of your favorite singers and voices of all time and who do you love to listen to? Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, this question was always so hard for me growing up. I think specifically though, the one that were, where they're like, which one's your favorite of all time? And I'm like, I can't pick one. It's yeah. so hard for me. Um, but I think growing up, I really loved and looked up to like Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, Pink, Josh Stone, um, Elvis. I really love Elvis. Love Elvis. He has such um, a good voice. He's I know. I know. And I think I think I I love to move around the stage and like really put on a performance, like a show. And so I just love watching how he just it was like his natural ability just like it just he couldn't help but move and i that's kind of how i feel mm -hmm. sometimes like i feel like during certain songs like my body's just taking me places and i'm not even thinking about it so um but those are definitely some of my favorites growing up and then recently not recently i think i think after 2020 i um i really love chris stapleton really really love chris stapleton and his songwriting and um really love alan stone and uh emily king's really good i i love a lot of today's music as well but i love the people that are bringing like their little flair to everything as well mm -hmm. it makes it yeah. special totally and i feel like every single one of those artists you've named really puts a lot of emotion into into how they sing and you just feel what they sing especially chris stapleton like you just feel what he's saying um on the mm -hmm. on the vocal side of it um i'm always looking for tips um for vocal health we've talked a lot about vocal health on this podcast specifically um but i'd love to hear just how you prepared for singing a big song like that and how you keep your voice healthy i think that's just an important thing to talk about that is such a great question like truly thank you like these questions have been so good and like i'm so intrigued by them like like <laughs> this is, that's a question that like can help many people and like even myself i mean i've been singing from a very like young age um and i think going out there to la i've i've never been in la for like a long amount of time and i'm from new jersey and so our moisture is like completely different and i think when i when i first went to la i was like it was like that scene out of spongebob <laughs> he's like yeah. oh, like <laughs> like ooh. <laughs> so i think i've definitely learned to stay hydrated just drink as much water as possible um eat like hydrating foods i i drink a lot of throat coat um but i got this little uh nebulizer called my pure mm -hmm. myth and that has helped me tremendously while I've been out there and just like take care of my voice. Um, Cause sometimes it's, it's hard. Like the environment, you don't even realize that like that would, I didn't even think about it. Like when I went out there, I was like, okay, we're just going to go sing. And then it was like, I was like, okay, hold on. It's like very dry. So I think just it, like preparing and taking as much like, um, natural remedies like honey lemon tea and i kind of do like little warm-ups before i sing um and those help me i don't do any like crazy ones but i'll do yeah. like i'll do like the ones on youtube <laughs> those yeah. help me a lot yeah yeah no exactly i think it's it really is i feel like the natural things that help the most um even mm -hmm. like what you were saying about eating like um naturally like refreshing and hydrating foods um, cause my issue as a singer is I always drink coffee. It's just the worst for my vocal cords and it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I need to stop. So bad. And I'm from Jersey, so we have Wawa. I don't know if you know what Wawa is, but it's like, woo, like, and pumpkin spice just came out. It's bad. I'm like, oh, oh man, what the heck? <laughs> no, when I, like being in LA, I just, I had to abstain from that, but I'm, I'm a big yeah. coffee drinker too. So I get it. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that makes 
that makes me feel better because whenever I talk to singers, they're like, you drink coffee. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, You're a normal fun. human being? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember uh, I actually learned so many vocal health tips um, from just contestants on The Voice. I remember Grace Bello, she showed me these little, um, I don't even know what they're called. They're almost, they look like cough drops, but they are like uh, really hydrating for your voice. But there's so many yeah. tips and tricks I always love to hear about, but I kind of agree that the natural remedies are sometimes the, sometimes the best. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just always love hearing about that. Um, but yeah, besides like physically, and um, I know we talked about like, you know, how your performance, you know, how you prepared for your performance and everything like that. But um, there's definitely an emotional part to being um, alone for a while and um, isolated and in your head and just not feeling confident because sometimes you're around all of these amazing singers that you love so much, but you, the comparison game is sometimes really hard. Um, I'd love to hear just how you stay confident in your own singing and without, you know, kind of a horse with blinders on a little bit, like how you just stay true to yourself. That is a great question and something that I think many people probably don't think about when watching the show back. Um, I think what helped me most is uh, my faith in God. And I pray a lot until I think I would start my day, just say a good prayer. And um, I'm very close with my family, so I'd be on FaceTime with them a lot. They help me a lot. Um, I think what helps me though is just remembering that i'm you can't compare yourself with others because they aren't you and so you know you might we're all human and i'd be lying if i said you know that never happened because that's not that's not true like i'm you know i'm i'm human and i think though i've realized that um since we're all human and since we're all so different they're you can't compare somebody's talent that they were born with to yours. And, you know, I think going on this journey, I've just, I've just been like, all right, it's whatever God wants for me, then I'm good. You know, like, so it takes that kind of that weight off my shoulders and constantly being like, oh, but what if this and what if that? And, um, and I think I just re remember to stay true to me and that I am bringing something different to the table just like how others are but i am mara that's it that's it so just, just kind of believing in myself and and remembering that um that we're all probably feeling the same exact way you know what i mean like being in a competition isn't easy but i think having a common respect for others and kind of like, all right, I know what we're all going through right now. I know all our like thought process. We're all feeling the same thing, even if people, you know, but I think what helped me was like you said, just like staying focused and remembering who I am. Right. Yeah. Well, you are going to be someone that I'm so excited to watch for on The Voice. I think that you have crazy amount of talent. Um, I'm just so excited to watch you even just for the rest of the voice. And also just like you said, you're a songwriter. I'm really excited to see, you know, hopefully songs that you push out later. Um, and yeah, just, I, I think, I think it's going to be an amazing season. And I think everything that you said on this show, I think a lot of people will resonate with whether they're a singer or not. I know Elise, you know, she was kind of clapping. Like I could see she was really, really feeling it as well. Um, mm -hmm. but it was Really, really great to meet you, Mara. I'm super excited, like I said, to watch the rest of your season and the rest of your career as a singer. And thank you so much for coming on the Angel Baby Show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has been so nice. And I just, you have such incredible questions. Like, it's been really, really cool. So thank you for having me. I hope I'm, hope I'm on again. <laughs> like yes. That. Oh my gosh. We will for sure have you on again. Um, we're going to be playing your audition clip um on some of the uh, commercial breaks so everybody will get to hear the amazing audition that you had um and if you missed that during the commercial breaks definitely definitely watch it it's one of the best auditions i've seen um but yeah thank you again for coming on this is the angel baby show i'm ava lynn
I'm Elise. And we'll see you next time. Nice meeting you. Thank you. It was nice meeting you, too. I hope you noticed I was the first one to turn for you. <laughs> they just didn't have the foresight that I had <laughs> in understanding what a magical gem you are as a vocalist. And <laughs> the thing that made me turn around so quickly was your tone in that lower part of the song. Mm -hmm. And then you had the finesse to also do those really light touches, the <sighs> So I would love to have you on Team Legend. Hi everyone, it's Mara Justine and I am on this season of The Voice. I am on Team Legend, which I am so excited about. You can find me on all my social media handles are at Mara Justine one and you are listening to The Angel Baby Show with Elise and Ava Lynn. Everybody, welcome back to the Angel Baby Show. We just had an amazing interview with Mara Justine, who is on season 24 of The Voice. Please go watch her blind audition on YouTube because I think it'll blow you away. She was so kind and friendly and inspiring. Um, and now we're going to talk a little bit about something that Ava and I have been using for the past year. And it is kind of a game changer for anyone who has any work in like the creative space or really any space. Um, we are going to talk about Muse. Ava, do you want to describe what Muse is at all? Or Yes. Muse is the holy grail for me. I absolutely love Muse. And I'm not even just saying that because Elise and I work with like the owner of Muse, but we've been kind of on this Muse train for a really long time. And basically it's like your own website um so like elise's is like muse.io slash elise thurston or something um i don't know if that's exact actually yeah muse.io slash elise thurston and mine's like muse.io slash evelyn thurston and pretty much it's basically just like a digital portfolio of literally anything that you want to showcase about yourself I use it specifically for singing, modeling, um, journalism, photography, and pretty much anything that is like visual or have, or like an Instagram or YouTube video. Like for the voice, I have like a whole page for my singing. And so I have, um, you know, my audition and then also my duet with Orlando. And I have little cute little like shorts with Gwen Stefani. Um, and basically, for people like Elise and I that are students and have a static resume with, you know, this is our GPA and this is our, you know, this, 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 and this is what's on our resume. We obviously do a lot of auditions and we want to showcase things that cannot be showcased on a static resume. So with a thing like Muse, where you can put all of those things in one spot, it really is such a blessing to have um as a performer um i know elise you kind of use it and you put some of your writing on it as well that's right. like technically static but it's all in one spot i'm sure that that's really nice as a writer it's and what i like about it is like when you're applying to jobs or really anything and let's say you're in like more of a creative field and you're applying to work at warner brothers or paramount and you want an internship and you just have a regular resume that says, oh, I write and film and stuff. But a Muse profile, you really think of like every possible app or program like on your computer. You can like upload it into your Muse and it lays it out so pretty, like a social media page. You can upload YouTube videos. You can upload. I just upload Google Docs and PDFs of my writing. And then you can have like side pages or segues into like, this is my writing page. These, this is my photography. This, these are my poems. These are some songs I wrote. This is a movie I made on Vimeo. Go check it out. And it's all laid out in the same place. So it just kind of feels like one big package of who you are and what you do. And I think it comes in handy so much for artists and people on the creative side. 
because it's a visual page. And I think so much of art and so much of this industry is visualizing it and not just like writing or describing what you're doing. You kind of have to just watch it and see it for yourself, like photography, for instance. And so um, it has just been a really easy way for me to kind of describe who I am and what I'm passionate about and not the typical standard resume format. Yeah. And I was going to say too, when you were talking about like applying for big companies or something like that, some, a new added feature of Muse that is crazy. And I feel like so, so, so helpful is you can have your public page. Um, my public page is just like my, you know, link for my name. And then I put it in my Instagram bio. Um, so you can have your public page with everything that you want, you know, people to see but then you can also have private pages where it's unlisted and the people that you want to see it you can just send the link to and those are really really great i saw an example of one um with the owner peter thumb and basically it's like a cover level a cover letter but it's specific for you know a job that you're applying to so let's say you're some you know finance person and you're applying for you know a a crazy big finance you know firm or whatever and you want something that'll stand out to um to the people that are gonna potentially hire you having that is really really great and um just provides a lot of uh, uh just makes you look a little bit more special um, and what what were some of the what 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 do you Ava like I don't even think I've looked at your muse page in a while like what are some of the uploads that you have because I want to add more and I just was wondering like do you have YouTube videos do you have like Vimeo yeah so I have um I have YouTube videos like I said of like the voice I have kind of a little bit more um I was about to say indie, but a little bit more like personal uh, videos of TikToks that I just do in my room of like a cover that I feel like my voice sounds really good. Um, Just kind of everything that I want to showcase off as a singer, a lot of YouTube. And the best part about Muse is that you can put um, an Instagram post, you can put a YouTube video, you can put links. Yeah, you can put just other links to other things. It almost works as like a portfolio. Think about like the way that Linktree works, where you can just have a bunch of links, you know, and you, it's, you know, like a link tree of all the different links. Muse is great because it actually shows you what everything is, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. I, I started using Muse really just for like applying to internships initially. And now I look at it as like everything I've ever got involved with, like a leak, because I've never used a link tree because I, I feel like it's all just laid out on one website at Muse where I don't have to click on separate links to go to them. But um, yeah. yeah, no, it's yeah. very exciting. Yeah, I think this was just kind of like our plug to Muse because I think Elise and I have used it so much. Um, and it's just been really, really helpful to put everything in one spot, have something to send to, you know, if you wanted to do a gig or if you were applying for something, you really want to stand out and give them a full um, idea of who you are as a person. I think Muse is really a great, a great thing. So I think we'll talk a little bit more about um, the specifics and then we'll wrap up the show um, after this break. But uh, yeah, this is the Angel Baby Show. I'm Ava Lynn. I'm Elise. And we'll see you right after the break. Clipped wings, I was a broken thing. Had a voice, had a voice, but I could not sing. You'll wind me down. I struggled on the ground. So last the line had a been crossed, had a voice, had a voice, but I could not talk, you held me down. I struggled to fly now. Oh, but there's a scream inside that we all try to hide, and we hold on too tight, but we cannot deny it, it's a slide. Oh, it's a slide. Oh, yes, there's a scream inside that we all try to hide, and we hold on so but I don't wanna die, no. I don't wanna die, I don't wanna die. Yeah. I don't. 
Welcome back to the Angel Baby Show. We were just talking about Muse, our portfolios with all of our kind of digital links and, um, you know, resumes and everything like that for us as um, students and also as entertainers. I am still beaming from Mara's interview. If you haven't noticed, we put her blind audition in here and some of her other YouTube videos with um, her voice, her beautiful, beautiful voice. She's just so sweet. We're really rooting for her this season on The Voice. Um, But yeah, no, I think we've had a really jam-packed episode. um, And I'm just, I'm really grateful to be doing all of this. And Yeah. yeah. I love I love getting to talk to people, even people like I am not in the music field, but I feel like everyone I talk to always just teaches me something that I can take into my own life. And Mara's confidence and faith in herself was just really inspiring. And I something I really enjoyed hearing today and the advice she gave just about believing in yourself. I think that can go for literally anyone in any part of the world. Um, yeah, no, it was a really fun episode. I'm super excited to keep everyone updated on my play, Rocky Horror, and I can't wait to share more career advice like Muse and other things that you can do to just put yourself out there. And um, I also just love hearing about your life as an influencer and just some of the things that you have to do. No, it's so funny. It's so funny to call me an influencer. I like don't resonate with that term at all, but like, but hashtag influencer Ava, like get ready yes. guys. Um, but it's kind of funny because we have some Rocky Horror music intertwined in this episode as well. So very relevant music choices, I think, to our content today. Um, you'll be singing, you'll be seeing probably on both Elise and I's Instagrams, plugging Mara's um, career on the show. And then also just plugging old, old interviews. Um, I think we both should see shelter um what was it called shelter shelter in um silence but okay shelter. should we also um i would love to give a shout out to some of our top listeners before we go um thank you man mohan arwin lewis nikita from croatia user two five three two seven you didn't give your name um chris bratt tim hunt on jj one two three Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much. I feel very loved. I love that people listen. Um, Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Jeremiah Higgins, for being our amazing executive producer, getting all of these interviews and and little logistical stuff really, really going. And um, Dr. D, our amazing sound engineer for making us sound coherent and um, yeah. And also just the top cities that are listening to us, LA, Walnut Creek, Dallas, um, yeah, so are United States, United Kingdom, Belgium, India, Spain, Canada, and Germany. Wow. It's really That's exciting. Crazy. But thank you guys so much for listening. This is the Angel Baby Show. I'm Ava Lynn. And I'm Elise. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. Step with the two bus, nobody knows us. Get in the car, let's go. Staying up all night, we're gonna be bedside, then we're gonna sleep tonight. No, me when I wake up, you're in the bathtub, bubbles and bubbling. This is a pleasure, feel like we never act this regular. Click, 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 and post, drip, 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 and go. Quick, 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 let's go. Kiss me and take all your clothes. Imagine a world like that
love how my face feels so good in your neck where I can you imagine what Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at Jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound producer engineer Richard Dr. D. Dugan. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. And me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.